Last week, the Trump administration revoked the security clearance of former CIA director John Brennan. What kind of secrets are you actually privy to from this administration? All the leaven herbs and spices from KFC? The secret ingredient that makes Diet Coke taste like chalk? Best golf course locker room for a golden shower from a Russian escort? Like everybody doesn't know, it's PGA West and La Quinta. I knew that. Jimmy Buffett is opening new Margaritaville-themed retirement communities in beachy locales. It's perfect for anybody who likes to drink Metamucil with salt on the rim. In an appearance on Meet the Press yesterday, Rudy Giuliani said Mr. Trump should not testify to the Russia probe as he might be trapped into perjury. Rudy then disputed host Chuck Todd's remark that truth is truth by pointing out that truth isn't truth. Now you can see why Trump likes Rudy so much. They both speak the same language, the language of guys who have gotten caught cheating on their wives. President Trump referred to the lawyers working with special counsel Robert Mueller as thugs. In response, they donned suit coats that all read straight out of Georgetown. Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh suggested that attorneys preparing to question President Bill Clinton in 1998 seek graphic details about the president's sexual relationship with Monica Lewinsky. Well, now we know who's going to be sitting next to Clarence Thomas on the bench. ESPN announced they will no longer broadcast the national anthem during Monday night football. It actually has nothing to do with kneeling. It's because uh, legally... The national anthem is now the property of Tyler Perry. The film Crazy Rich Asians was the number one film last week, making $34 million since its opening last Wednesday. Uh, President Trump has not seen it because he prefers his films with crazy Asians in the title to be found on YouPorn. Los Angeles's Transit Authority plans to install body scanners on rails and buses in an effort to thwart terrorism attacks. But... To make the body scanners more palatable to Angelinos, they will also align your chakras. The Trump administration is expected to propose regulations that give states broad authority to determine how to restrict greenhouse gas emissions from coal-fired power plants. If you're worried about the health concerns for the employees, they won't be able to breathe in all that pollution using their tiny elementary school dropout lungs. Aww. 71 people in Connecticut are recovering after they overdosed on synthetic marijuana. Uh, they weren't aware that synthetic, synthetic marijuana becomes dangerous when combined with Yacht Rock. And finally, the MTV Video Music Awards will be held tonight at Radio City Music Hall in New York. To break that down for you, a channel that doesn't play videos or music will give out awards for achievements of things you watch and listen to on your iPhone or maybe even your watch. The Trump Report starts now. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz You know, I don't know about you, but I love a parade. But you know who doesn't love a parade anymore? President Trump. Welcome to the Trump Report. I'm Christian Blatt, joined, as always, by Tamara Brown. Hello. It's a little uh, Lean Skeleton Crew staff again today, but uh, I think uh, next week we've got five people that want to be on. Oh, so, yeah? uh It's just whoever's going to be. Any big names? Uh, Any heavy hitters? Uh, Chelsea Galicia, Scott oh. Moore, Ooh. and uh, Brooks Elise. So, uh, oh, and me! I mean, come on. Uh, but anyway, uh, thanks, everybody, for uh, joining us here. Uh, there's a lot to talk about, and because it's the title of the episode, we should start with the the canceled 
Uh, disappointing to someone, I'm sure, the canceled the military parade that President Trump said he was going to have. Mm-hmm. In fact, he promised it to us. Uh, and he said that it was because it was going to cost too much that the city of D.C. was really trying to uh, fleece them. Uh, apparently, according to the latest reports today, he had actually never gotten a quote on the price for what it would cost to do this military parade. I'm sure it's very high, but uh, he didn't actually get the price. The Pentagon never turned it over, which is when you know how popular somebody is in government when, you know, the various agencies they're in charge of are very quick to point out, like, oh, no, no, we never talked to him. Um, so this can only mean one thing, Tamara. Donald Trump hates America. That's the only reason he doesn't want to have this, this parade, right? Or at right? least the military. Well, yeah, he hates the this, military. This yeah, you're parade right. was to celebrate the military you're and right. our veterans, and to cancel it is a disgrace to the flag. <laughs> It is a disgrace to our proud men and women who serve this country. Um, I, I don't see any other. There's really no explanation. Uh, you know, the one you gave is the best explanation. But uh, I think even... the flag is, is, is who suffers the most from this. <laughs> um, I heard uh, an interview with the, um, the woman who is the head of uh, Women for Trump. And I've also heard this sentiment with... Um, with many uh, Trump supporters is that obviously the, you know, supporting and honoring our veterans is uh, the purpose of this parade. And um, I believe that that is a nonpartisan issue. We are all in agreement that we should honor and support our military and our veterans. But how about we do so in ways that actually benefit them rather than Say staging a musical. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, apart from putting on the music man in the streets, uh, you know, maybe take that money and I don't know, give them health care. Christian, I know you're so wacky. I know that. But, you know, I mean, they've uh, they've uh, sacrificed for our country. Some very literally some are, you know, some have uh, sacrificed their body, some their lives. So, uh, yeah, that would that would be nice. But uh, no, we were going to get a parade. And uh, now we get no parade. Let us know how disappointed you are in the chat that uh, the parade's not happening. I'm so sorry. For a lot of reasons, I'm sorry that Chelsea's not here today. But I know she was counting on that parade. I think she was very excited about she had, the parade. She, was, she told me yesterday she had her parade outfit all picked out. Oh, she would have such a nice hat. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, uh, let us know what you think about that. Uh, the One of the other big stories, of course, is President Trump revoking former CIA director John Brennan's security clearance. And... Um, you know, done for very political reasons. And, you know, hey, when you're the president, you do get to do things for whatever reason you want sometimes. And this this is the sort of thing that isn't uh, – there's there's no law against this. It's just sort of like, oh, you know, might be helpful. might be worth asking the intelligence community how they feel about it. But uh, I don't think he has a good relationship. Maybe I'm going out on a limb. With the intelligence that, that community? That President Trump doesn't have a great relationship. Or with – does he not have a great relationship with intelligence? Is that what you're saying? I was not saying that. <laughs> you know what? That sounds like fake news, but uh, I'm not going to comment. I, I'll, I'll let uh, the audience we decide. We at the Trump Report would like to go on record that we are not saying President Trump has a negative relationship with intelligence. Only intelligence agencies. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know about you, but I'm having a difficult time um, wrapping my head around – who is his main target at the moment? Because just when I'm understanding who John Brennan was, like Trump has himself said, we didn't know who he was. His name is sure. now brought into the uh, he Trump said he has actually given him a platform because nobody knew who he was. And and now this man is 
Just um, like he did on Celebrity Apprentice. Exactly. He's making people household names. But within the last, what, 48 hours now, he's he's turned his ire to Bruce Orr. Is that his name? It is indeed, so yes. So it's like, it's it's just so hard to keep up with. I, I, I need Trump's burn book. I don't know who I'm supposed <laughs> to hate right now. Uh, I mean, honestly, it starts with Rosie O'Donnell. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's never going to starts change. Aunt, she's the alpha and the omega. Yeah, and then and then next would be Hillary, mm-hmm. for sure. Always. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, after that, it's a lot of like, that's like one and one A, and everybody else is kind of incidental. Uh, you know, um, he also said to, well, he didn't directly say to him, but he's saying through the media that uh, John Brennan, go ahead and sue me. And I, I don't know that John Brennan's that invested in this. You know, he's just like, oh, you know, I might, I might be able to help and give some insight to uh, people. But, uh, you know, <laughs> good luck in uh, deciphering the uh, the intel in Zaire. Just picked somewhere that, you know, the intel is probably not that easy to decipher. Uh, so There's a lot of red tape over Zaire. <laughs> you're telling me. Uh, and then also we had uh, retired Navy Special Ops Commander William McRaven, who uh, is not a household name, but, uh, you know, supervised the raid that uh, killed Osama bin Laden. So, you know, he's, I guess, got something on his resume. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> he starts every conversation with that. You know, hey, what were you doing in April 2011? Oh, that's, that's really interesting. Let me tell you what I was doing. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm, I'm actually not caught up on the wire <laughs> because I was busy capturing... <laughs> Uh, he said, revoke my clearance too. And I think that's a smart move because that's the way to make sure your clearance doesn't get revoked is to, to say, go ahead, Trump, do it. You know, you're, you're, you're a double dog dare. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that is definitely a, uh, that, that is definitely a double dog dare situation. Uh, where do you, uh, where do you think this ends Tamara anywhere? Uh, or does it just, uh, are, are we going to have our security clearances revoked? And we don't even have them, but we can definitely get Christian. them revoked. Oh, you don't? Oh, I, I mean, oh, you do? I received AfterBuzz TV security clearance. Oh. Well, that uh, makes we'll me have sad. To... Hmm. Wow. <laughs> I've, been here, I've been here for like two and a half years. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's the only way that I get invited to Snooki's pool parties. Oh, that man. AfterBuzz TV security Well, you security do have clearance. to sign a lot of releases to get to Snooki's. <laughs> um, where will this end? The abolishment of the CIA, I suppose. Well, look, there's worse <laughs> things that we could have than that. Um, and uh, good to see everybody in the chat. Storage Yard resident, God bless you. You never miss a show. <laughs> and uh, our number one fan, William Winters, never misses an episode as well. There's really, it's they're really jockeying back and forth. Storage Yard resident and William Winters. And uh, always good to hear from uh, everybody who's watching us. Uh, yeah, I. I don't know. I mean, I think he's got he's always got lists of people who uh, have wronged him in various ways. And um, it seems like Melania is at the near the top of that list. But uh, I, I don't know, I guess. But it's it's a very um, pliant list because mm-hmm. somebody is a great guy one day, as we know. Yeah. And then the next day, um I want to know when it They're happens the other one. way, when somebody is like such a such a hack yeah, and a terrible. Think, let's think for a second. Is there anybody that that was an enemy and then? I mean, Rudy Giuliani wasn't really an enemy. You know, he was he just uh, he was a little bit on the outs, but now he's in the inner circle. Mm-hmm. You know, because I guess because he wants you know legal advice like your your grandfather would give you from the. Yeah, the old folks home. You know, that's basically what we get out of Rudy at this point. Uh, I don't know. I think that uh, he now he's been allowed to use the White House tanning bed. He's gotten access. 
It's good that he has. Uh, Rudy's looking good, don't you think? He looked fit yesterday on... uh, uh. He does a good job. Uh, I'm at least impressed with... um, Sean Spicer, it was so easy, as we all know, to trap him in Mm -hmm. in an uncomfortable situation where he would just be kind of going... I don't well, you know, he's trying and but with Giuliani, regardless of whether it logically makes sense what he says, he's he does a great job of standing his ground. Truth. Truth is not truth. You right. Know, he, and we're going to we're going to look at that in a minute. Not to jump ahead. But no, yeah, no, no like we're going to get does... to it. We're going to actually show that we're going to watch the clip. I actually pulled a clip for once because uh, this this one is, you know, it's sort of like. I don't know. It's like going to see your favorite band and they don't play their hit. That that you guys have not delayed the interviewing, uh, delayed the negotiations. Each time by three or four days so we could write a letter in response. They have taken two to three weeks to get back to us. So what I have to tell you is, look, I'm not going to be rushed into having him testify so that he gets trapped into perjury. And when you tell me that, you know, he should testify because he's going to tell the truth and he shouldn't worry. Well, that's so silly because it's somebody's version of the truth, not the truth. He didn't have a, a conversation. Truth is about, truth. I, I don't mean to go like. I, no, I it isn't truth. Truth isn't truth. The president of the United States says I didn't. Truth isn't I, truth. Mr. Mayor, do you realize what I mean? No, no, no. This no. is going to become a bad don't, don't meme. Do, don't, do, don't do this to me. <laughs> don't do uh, truth. Don't do truth. Is a great Trump. meme. Donald Trump says I See? didn't talk about Flynn with Comey. Mm-hmm. Comey says, you did talk about it. So tell me what the truth is. Don McGahn might uh, If know. you're such a genius, Don McGahn, Don McGahn doesn't know. If that's the situation, okay. they have two pieces of evidence. Trump says, I didn't tell him. And the other guy says that he did say it. Which is the truth? Yeah. So I mean, that look. That's that's the uh, money. So that's the free the bird of, of the clip. Uh, and uh, you know, not really a big Chuck Todd guy. Uh, never have been. Uh, but uh, I think that uh, he handled it the only way he could. <laughs> he put his hand on his head and just just shook his head because he's <laughs> like, truth isn't truth. He yeah. knew that this was going to be a meme. I mean, I, I feel like as he was saying it, people were already turning. I it mean, into a meme. I think we're reminded of when Kellyanne Conway said, uh, "Sometimes there are alternative, alternative facts." facts. Yeah, and, and also when. Um, President Trump himself said the things that you are seeing and hearing are not what's happening. So this has sort of been standard policy to be like, what is truth? The, we, truth is facts are not facts. Truth is not truth. What can you believe? I mean, that is how they are sustaining uh, their base is by making everyone confused, I guess. And Rudy... Of course, attempted to clarify, and uh, what he said today was that his statement was not meant as a pontification on moral theology, but one referring to the situation where two people make precisely contradictory statements. The classic he said, he said, she said puzzle. Sometimes, for, sometimes further inquiry can reveal the truth. Other times it doesn't. Tweeted. Giuliani, because uh, that is how official statements do get released 
in Washington these days. And you feel like it's better to have him do it on Twitter than to you know be doing it in an interview. Because it seems like one of those things where while he's talking, he's just like, no, 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 no. ignore the bullshit I'm giving you right now because the really big bullshit's about to come out of my mouth. I'm just trying to move past it. Because I don't even think he's thinking when he says, sometimes truth isn't truth. He's just like, no, no, let me get to this point. This is what I really want to say. He's just like trying to shut him up. And um, I really don't understand the uh, – well, how Rudy is still out front, in, you know, as – he can definitely be involved in, you know, legal policy. It has to be because he's a star. You know, he was, he was New York's mayor. He was considered America's mayor at one point, uh, very briefly. He, he ran for president until he got a headache. Uh, but, uh, you know, I mean, I guess that's why he's out there, you know. Look, here's the thing is that in in this administration, who are the stars of this administration right now? Rudy Giuliani, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, Kellyanne Conway. All of these people have a commonality, which is that it does not matter that what they're saying makes no verbal sense. It's it's like, listen, (laughs) don't listen to what I'm saying. Just hear what I'm saying. It's like, uh, you, you're, you're just going to agree with my passion and fury rather than the meaning of what I'm actually saying, what is actually coming out of my mouth. That is how this administration communicates. Right? I mean, yes, it's, it's, (laughs) it's just, it's all packaged in however they feel like it's easiest to digest. You know, it's, um, it's, it's a series of bitter pills. It's just like, oh, just come on already. You know, you were talking about Sean Spicer before. And, I mean, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, I know people hate her, but just she is so good at her job. It is so – what her job is, I, I can't think There's of White House – pre- could replace her. Yeah. I, I don't – I mean, I, I think back to White House press secretaries, even like you know, some, a fairly well-known guy like Tony Snow. Nobody handled it like she did, you know? It's like – it's yep. it, it's like she's the Serena Williams of deflecting <laughs> reasonable questions. Yeah, she just volleys it right back. And you know when she gets to a certain point where it's like, no, I can't tell you he never said the n word. I'm not with him all the time. It's like there's a certain point. I feel like Sean Spicer would have bungled that answer. He would have cried. That that would have <laughs> brought him to tears. Sarah Huckabee Sanders, thankfully, I don't know if you know this, she does not have tear ducts. She's incapable. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, she's incapable of uh, human. Uh, producing producing tears. Well, there hasn't been anything for her to cry about, you know. I mean, uh, getting kicked out of that restaurant, you know. I, I hear it was only three stars anyway. So, I mean, honestly, she could have she could have done better. But uh, she's she's so good at her job. Rudy is doing a great job. I bet I, I cannot see what could possibly happen until Rudy turns on until President Trump does something that puts a bee in Rudy's bonnet. And he starts to, you know, turn against some some policy or, or try to say, yeah, should he have to say President Trump shouldn't have said this? I have a feeling the day will come that he's going to have to say, yes, I can agree the president shouldn't have said that. And when that happens, that is when Trump is going to have to start um, – going to start disparaging Rudy Giuliani and he's going to start the process of letting him go. And it's like 
these are the people that are you need in your corner. I thought we still had the clip up. But no, it's we need all right. the people yeah. that that uh, you need in your corner that are just so unabashedly just standing up for you passionately, thoroughly. You know. Yeah, I think uh, it makes me wonder. It, is there ever a chance that uh, Chris Christie is going to kind of come back around? Is he ever going to be back in the president's good graces? Because, you know, he and Rudy, there was a point during the campaign where it was like, oh, my God, one of these guys is going to be attorney general. And well, I don't know what the other one would be. Assistant attorney general. I don't know. But you expected that they were, they both seemed like they were primed for big roles in the campaign. And they both ended up on the outs. Now Rudy's back. I'm still waiting for Chris Christie. You know, I saw he was on the one on ABC is called This Week uh, with George Stephanopoulos. And so he was uh, commenting on there. And I'm like, wait a minute. Why aren't you in the White House, you know, making decisions and or at least, you know, making excuses for the people who do make decisions? Well, I guess that would come down to, in my opinion, what does Chris Christie want? Like, is there a career move? Is there a stepping stone that he's trying to? Because it would have to be a matter of, because I don't think that he likes Trump or agrees with him. Mm -hmm. But that's not to say that, you know, they couldn't strike a deal. Hey, I'll, I'll put you in line for this position. Should he want to step in as secretary of something? I, uh, <laughs> Food and Drug Administration? I don't know. Um, the So... So what I'm saying is if there is something that Chris Christie has his eye on career-wise that Trump is able to provide, that's the only scenario where he's going to start saying things in his favor. Yeah. I mean, posing the question, what does Chris Christie want? I believe it alternates between bacon and gravy. Uh, depending. Yeah, come on. <laughs> you know, I mean, look, I'm right there with him. You know, it's uh, if I could get both. If if tonight I have bacon with some gravy on it, no, that's going to be a good night for me. Uh, Wasn't yesterday National Bacon Day? What? I think there's no yeah. way every day is a national yeah. something day, but I didn't realize that. You'd think you'd think that I would have yeah. known. Tamara, you have to make sure I know these things before they uh, happen. I apologize. So now I have to have a belated. Well, you know, today <laughs> can be National Bacon Day (parentheses observed). Mm-hmm. Um, uh, anyway, and uh, Canadians, if you're in the national chat, bacon if day. you're in the chat, let us know how you celebrated National Bacon Day. Um, President Trump is accusing Mueller's team of uh, midterm meddling, uh, and this idea that it real this investigation needs to be wrapped up before the midterms. I think we even talked about this last week. Rudy Giuliani picked like after Labor Day. You know, it needs to be done by then. Um, but I think they're they're not close to it as as Scott Moore, who is usually on this panel, but he's he's actually in Alaska today. He was going to be here today, uh, and his, as he has as he has pointed out, these things take a long time. You know, and, he, and uh, Watergate took a long time, and that was just sort of like one really one issue that they were dealing with the whole time. So uh, I think that you know it, it's I guess if you're at the point. If you're really worried about it, you should say, well, I guess you need to keep on doing the investigation past November 8th or whatever election day is. You know, so now they should be pushing for don't wrap it up quickly. Let's let it go until January because uh, getting it wrapped up quickly, I, I, I guess they think that like, OK, well, they're they're going to you know not really be able to do as comprehensive of an investigation. I just feel like. Robert Mueller's like, yeah, I kind of know. I've got all the stuff that I need. I, I'm in no rush to get it out there. You know, I will uh, often 
use the comparison here. It's it's like a Kanye album. It will come out when he wants it to, you know, not because somebody else tells him. It's not because Kim wants it to come out. Uh-huh. Um, I, I don't know. I, I foresee this going way past the midterm elections. So I don't think it will actually interfere. What do you think, Tamara? I mean, one could even argue that let's not forget that Mueller and his team are Republican. So maybe they're withholding information because what they have could be extremely detrimental to the Republican Party and they're holding on to it to lessen the blow that would happen were it released before the midterm elections. I mean, that's a possibility, you know, like I don't understand why he thinks that why President Trump thinks that this is uh the the investigation is hurting his party when it's being conducted by his party. So Again, it just doesn't make sense. There's so many things that don't make sense. But, uh, yeah, this would be uh, one of them. Uh, I don't know. Let us know what you think in the chat if uh, you feel you – know, there's there may be a few uh, Trump fans in the chat that uh, – tell us why you feel like it needs to be wrapped up. It's also like, you know, Labor Day is still pretty far away from Election Day. You know, I mean, that you know, if you, you – know, November 1st, that's really close. But uh, I, I don't know. I – I, I just I, I think that uh, this this will go this will go on into into Mike Pence's second term. No, I don't think so. <laughs> By the way, I saw um, a oh, I should have I should have sent it in uh, to you and Marissa, but um, <coughs> sorry, I saw a headline. It was from a, a clipping of uh, President Nixon uh, when when the Watergate investigation uh, began, and he uh, the headline of the newspaper said something like. This is ridiculous. Uh, President Nixon is saying the investigation is nonsense and should be stopped. And I was actually really surprised because I didn't realize that he would speak about it in such a, um, you know, I, I thought every time a president previously has been investigated, they have basically complied and have just been like, look, due course, I'll, I'll we'll see what what is I, I did nothing wrong. Feel free yeah. to investigate me. Due right. course, and, will, and, due process and then, will run of course, its course. So. In that instance, you know, he hadn't done anything wrong right up until the point where he lied about it. So actually, if he had cooperated, uh, you know, we may never have gotten the gift of Gerald Ford as president. And maybe Chevy Chase wouldn't be famous. Just imagine that alternative world <laughs> where uh, where that never happened. Oh, I don't want to. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> a world without pratfalls? No, thank you. <laughs> a world without Fletch? Come on, <laughs> oh, that actually does make me a little sad. Uh, earlier today, President Trump was—he uh, praised some federal agents, and uh, I only just saw this one. <laughs> but uh, he <laughs> Christians giggling this because be he praised the Latino border agent. And he said he speaks perfect English. Oh, no. And it's just, look, to me, these aren't like the, you know, it's it's a lot of little things with President Trump. This isn't, look, at this point, this can't be a deal breaker for anybody who was on board. Anybody who's on the Trump train (laughs) is not selling their ticket now because of this. (laughs) But you just sometimes feel like. Is there anybody like in his ear? Like, oh, I don't think he's there's no one. It, it comes out to the, even if there was, they can't stop those kinds of things. He 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 has no filter. It comes out at its own will. And even if he had that person there, yeah, 
Ooh, nothing you can do about those kinds of things. Yeah. And by the way, is that, his English is excellent. No, I actually don't know anything about it. Um, I mean, but it's he, far superior he to again, our commander-in-chief. He again warned us against the phony blue wave of Democratic wins, uh, which he says will mean crime and open borders, not good. This is a direct quote. Not quote, good. crime and open borders, not good. This isn't a tweet. This is him. You On Twitter, sometimes you have to clip what you're saying because of the limitations on characters. But like, just imagine if the, if Twitter was still only 140 characters. Well, I guess Trump would tweet twice as much. I, I was, I was going to pose a question that just had a silly, obvious answer. Um, but uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I was reading earlier today, Steve Bannon is sort of warning Republicans like, you know, you really have to get behind the president or Democrats could pick up 25, 30 seats in the House. Uh, And that number sounds a little high, which is, I think, why Steve Bannon is throwing that number out there, because, you know, this might be the first time he's trying to scare people into doing something with, uh, you know, with some scare tactics. But um, do you think anywhere in President Trump's head that he thinks that People will go to the polls in November and any kind of majority will vote against him. I think I, – I, personally, I don't think he sees the world that way. I don't think he thinks there's that many people. I think he believes that there's fake news, that I almost said Trump's up all these things, but you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah no, I agree. I think I think you're right. I agree that he thinks that he is definitely in favor and if – if numbers show otherwise, then that's fake and false. And yeah, absolutely. I completely agree with that. Um, and it's funny because I saw a story today, and this is from NPR. So obviously, uh, mm. in some language, that stands for fake news. Uh, as Does it though? Like, I mean, I don't I even mean, as think. Far as, I, as far as I'm concerned, no. But no, no, I, no, no. I mean, I don't think even people who, you know, everybody who refuses you know thinks that cnn is just complete foil fobble uh i I think i think most people agree that npr is reputable well republicans i I, I, no i think that it is it is seen as leaning uh at best left of center i mean i think that there are opinion shows i think that there are news shows you would be right i it's you know (laughs) there was a time where believe it or not fox news had news shows that you know weren't slanted as much as as they are you know but people would always point to sean hannity and bill o'reilly and those things it's like well yeah because those aren't their news shows and i think npr has a handful of shows that are are much more opinionated um i i think that they at least attempt to but to you know give sort of um unbiased -biased, unfiltered news but i mean People feel like the New York Times is very biased, which yeah, there are probably issues where there is a bias. You know, <laughs> anything, anything about uh, people still subscribing to newspapers, maybe they're biased towards that. But uh, I don't know. I don't think that uh, people uh, are on the right are comfortable with NPR, uh, knowing as many as I do. That's not something hmm. you know. They don't. They don't think uh, PBS should get money. And uh, I don't think that it would, they... it's difficult. It would be difficult, I would imagine, to be a conservative who knows, who is aware that Fox News is un- unfair and and, and un- untruthful re- journalism. Uh, so, because you're limited to your major outlets, then, because if you you don't trust CNN, obviously you don't trust MSNBC. You know that even though Fox News tells you what you want to hear, it's unreliable. So you're you don't have a lot of options there. 
So I would think that I would just think that NPR would probably be one of the better options to lean on. But I, I yeah, I mean, I think that. Uh, but I, I know what you're saying. That, like it, that it they is, just don't feel is, like they're yeah, getting yeah, yeah. An, an unbiased. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, and look, if you're a conservative, may I suggest Al Jazeera English? I think that that's a that's an outlet that you would really enjoy. Yeah. BBC. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, so the, what I like about the BBC is that you just get a very different perspective on on everything. You know, now everybody hates Trump around the world, but uh, you know, you'll you'll watch them cover the same story that you might have seen on uh, American news, and you're like, huh. They sure just saw that differently than we did, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but what I was talking about, the story that I saw on NPR, it is a story that I think, I don't know, I feel like I've seen it every week. As the president attacks people on Twitter, Melania Trump speaks out against cyberbullying. I had to look and I'm like, is this an old link? No, is this happens every week. So are these stories just always just written and ready to go? You know, it's like, you know, it's like like there are people who work for various media outlets where you're writing obituaries for people who, you know, have a cough and might die at some point soon. So, you know, you're, you're just ready to go. And uh, I think that are they ready for when he's the, uh, bullying the people, people that print up the, the uh, Super Bowl jerseys for both sides? Oh, yeah. Just ready. Just in case. Yeah, exactly. And I think that they're just always there with this. Right. I mean, they're just always, always ready with the story. Um, but what I had seen you know, sort of in addition to that is Melania Trump, the first lady. Uh, she's going to have a big solo international trip. She's going to Africa. And um, I don't know. I was surprised because sometimes I get to feel like, I don't know about you, Tamara. I get to feel like she's not into the whole first lady thing. Um, no. But, you know, now that you mention it. And, hmm. it, it, you know, and there are many people, including Omarosa, who I'm going to you know immediately qualify and say, you know, not the best source for your information. You want to talk about fake news. But she said that, you know, Melania does a lot of things that are very calculated to basically hurt the Donald. So do you think that's why she's going to shithole countries, basically? I mean, and I'm just saying that I don't think Africa shitholes countries. But the two that he he referenced were indeed in Africa. So do you think she's just going like, well, where does he not want me to go? <laughs> That could very well be true. Um, what is the perp- what is her purpose of visiting? Is it for a specific cause? Is it like uh, like AIDS awareness, or or is it any yeah, sort it's, of it's to uh, sort of see the different levels of suffering uh, that children experience around the world? You know, because that sort of seems to be her initiative. You know, the the the, the, the bullying is something that gets pointed to a lot. That's that is part of the larger thing. You know, before she had that jacket on and you know she was meeting with children you know at the uh the detention camps and somebody got really mad for whatever i called them the last time so now i don't know what to call them so let's call them um you know not fun sleepaway camps but so anyway so those are the issues that she tends to deal with so that's why she's what did going you call to, them i don't remember but people were very upset because no. i i, I, I wasn't i wasn't firm enough in what i called them you know, but uh, anyway, so uh, I don't know. That seems to be why she would take a trip like this, don't you think? Well, I would suspect that she, yeah, um, she, uh, yeah, I, I agree. She probably, this is not something she, it's not at the top of her lists of travel destinations, certainly, I'm sure. And I'm sure she will retaliate, retaliate in Melania fashion by, um, she can't do the jacket trick. That's she's been done, done that. So yeah. she's done that. So do you think she could get something painted on her eyelids and then just sort of have her eyes closed? Ooh, in a photograph? You know what? She might do some sort of like offensive, like um, 
cultural appropriation sort of oh. thing. Like she's she. Oh no, I'm I'm trying to support. You know, I'm I'm trying to support their local culture, but doesn't realize that she'll do this thing that's sort of cultural culturally insensitive appropriation. I don't know. Maybe she. I I could see that happening. Well, we'll have to watch and see. Um, <laughs> our final topic, we only have a couple of minutes left, is, you know, we talked a little bit about sort of all the platforms cracking down on Alex Jones. And this is less about that. But I thought that buried somewhere in comments that President Trump made about this, he said that too many voices are being silenced by social media. And I have read complaints from a number of uh, conservative-leaning content providers that they're finding that they're getting blocked, their pages are taken down, and just in terms of uh, – on a minor scale, it's like page views are way down and things like that. Uh, and I think that you know, starting with Alex Jones, you can make a lot of cases for it. And if this seems to be the case that you know these – Various platforms, and I'm not specifically saying just uh, – well, I, mean, I am saying them, but it's not only Twitter and Facebook. Mm-hmm. It just seems YouTube as well. Pretty much everywhere you're getting these complaints from people that they're they're being silenced or attempt to be silent – attempted to be silent. And I just uh, – I don't know. I think that it's great when you can have differing voices that uh, you know aren't as angry about the president as – uh, sure. You know, as Sean Penn is. So you're agreeing that he, with what he says, is that in, too many voices are being silenced. In principle, on I agree media. with it, and that's yeah. what surprised me. You know, I think that you know it, you do go down this slippery slope—a phrase I don't like, but it is appropriate when you decide that like we got to shut down Alex Jones because then you go like, okay, well then where's next? There's this crazy theory that uh, somebody gave to me once that sure nobody wants you to be able to smoke in a restaurant unless you're a smoker. That's it's terrible. And, you know, I mean, I remember people smoking restaurants and bars and it was just awful. But once you go after that, you start to then go down to, well, then we're going to cut out trans fats. There's legislation right now in California that's saying that you won't be able to give uh, juice or soda to your kids. Not saying that you should give soda to your kids, but I don't know that the government should decide those things. So once you start down these roads, you definitely – uh, you know, there has to be a point where it's like, why are you so involved in my life? I'm, you know, I'm not a libertarian, but one of the things that they say is like, yeah, why does government want to be this involved? You know, I, I don't know. But so the back to the bigger picture, uh, I, I, I feel like, tell me if you agree, should people be able to have different opinions or should we just all agree? And then, uh, you know, basically you'll get shut down if you don't agree. Um, I would like, and if you to... don't agree with me, uh, Marissa, <laughs> cut off her mic. No, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't agree because of the fact that I think we have actually been fair and diplomatic about who we have silenced because of the fact that it, it so far, and and I am confident that this is going to be the case moving forward, is that nobody has been removed by just saying. Trump is right. I agree with what he says. He uh, libtards are wrong, sensitive snowflakes who are going to ruin this country. Those people are fine. You're entitled to your opinion. You're entitled to call people names. What you're not entitled to do, and this is like the analogy you made with um, smoking in restaurants, is that smoking was taken out of restaurants because it's harmful to secondhand people sure. around it's it's harmful to the health of those around it and so that's why it's not just for the 
simple inconvenience of it. So once somebody makes violent uh, commentary, threats, um, that's when things start getting taken down. And also, as Chelsea said when we talked about Alex Jones, and I've used this several times in conversations with people, is that Facebook does not care what Alex Jones says. They let him go so that they can't be included in the lawsuit from the victims of Sandy Hook who are suing Alex Jones. And this way they they can't also, you know, hold Facebook liable. Facebook is just looking out for its its own best interests. So... um, as any business would, you know. I mean, what it really comes down to. Well, I think Zuckerberg we... ain't he sweet, ain't he a peach? Yeah, well, but, I, don't know, um, I don't know if Eduardo Severin feels that way, but uh... but 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 you're. We don't have to worry until there is an instance of somebody being removed that does not violate terms of service. They're not threatening somebody. They're not inciting violence. They're removed just because. I don't like what you're saying. That's when we have to worry. And that's not happening. And I don't see that happening. Well, as always, we will keep an extra eye on that. And it is, uh, I feel like it's something that we'll continue to follow uh, in the weeks ahead. Tamara, thank you for uh, having a lovely conversation. Just just the two of us over some, I was going to say coffee, but it's water. We should have used the song, Just the Two of Us. Well, you know, it'll probably happen again, but not next (laughs) week, because I believe we're going to have, we're going to have five people here. But you know what? Every time I think that, there always ends up being one person who falls out. But uh, Scott, Chelsea should be back and i think brooke will be able to join us so uh we'll see everybody then tamra where do people find you find me at www.tamrabrown.com and you can find me at christian dmz and a little bit later tonight i'll be on the better call saul after show right here on after buzz thanks everybody and oh thank you marissa that's right And on that note, we'll see everybody next Monday. That'll be our last Monday. We'll be back to Tuesdays in September. But see everybody then. Thanks. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 